0: they got to cut you down, and or later, got to cut you down. Go tell that long-tongued liar, go and tell that midnight rider. Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter, tell him that God's gonna cut him down, tell him that God's gonna cut him down. Well, my goodness gracious, let me tell you the news. Tell them that God's going to cut them down. Tell them that God's going to cut them down. You can run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Sooner or later, God to cut you down. Sooner or later, God to cut you down. Good evening,
1: brothers and sisters, you citizens you of care? the world. Welcome to American Honor. I am your guest host, Abdul Shaheed, filling in for Gordon Martinez, and it is my pleasure to be with you for the next hour. If you believe in honor, morality, and justice, then I suggest you support Mr. Martinez in his work and efforts to realign his community with the American spirit, the spirit of liberty and freedom. I would like to begin our conversation with a few questions that have been on my mind since we last spoke. And these questions seem to be everywhere I look. In the media, at work, and in conversations with friends and families and associates. And I ask you this, this question that has been on my mind. What is morality? And is it absolute do we have examples of moral leadership in our society today? And who are they? And what are their principles? Is morality something we are born with? Or is it a learned behavior? For those of you who would like to participate in this conversation, please give me a call at 800-313-9443. Again, the number is 800 800- 313 And before I continue, I would just like to, to say that this network that you are listening to, that you are fans of, the hosts on this network who speak their minds and speak the truth from their heart, and try to give you an example or solutions to the issues in our everyday lives This network needs your support. Anything that you can give to this network will be helpful, whether it's 10 cents, a dollar, a $100, a $1,000. Whatever you can spare, please do donate to this network. And if you go to republicbroadcasting.org, in the upper right-hand corner, there's a, a button to click, donate button, click that button. Pull out your MasterCard, your Visa card, your Discover card, your check card. And please do consider donating to this network because it is important. And I myself am a fan of this network. I listen to many different shows and different personalities on this network. And I appreciate every angle that is presented to me whether it's a so-called white nationalist angle or some consider my angle a black nationalist angle, which it is not. The commonality that we all have is that we love this country. We love the people of this country. And we love what this country represents. Not as little sums of the whole of the country, but the entire country in its history. Yes, we've had many bad things that happened in this country to different people. From white people to the so-called natives. Black people. Even to the Asian population. This nation was built on the backs of all people. Now, just speaking from my own personal experience, the leaders that I've considered to be moral, I try to listen, observe, and relate to my fellow Americans, friends, and family. We are not perfect, but we were created perfectly. And everything in this natural world we are a part of the more we let institutions and people seeking to destroy our spirit separate us with labels such as black, white, Asian, rich, poor. We lead ourselves away from our first nature our natural inheritance which is everything in this universe that it that is at our disposal and all we need to do is look into ourselves and to find ourselves again if you really love this country i like to start out with a clip from a a brother that um, is well-respected in my eyes and in the eyes of other, especially in the black Muslim community. His name is Brother Imam W.D. Muhammad. Peace be upon him. Although he is not with us anymore on this earthly plane, his spirit still walks with us. His knowledge that he's instilled And the people he spoke to and the people that chose to listen still range true. So I have a clip, a short clip, um, that he's uh, speaking to an audience about our first nature and our natural self. So if we could play that first clip, that'll be okay let's uh w- we'll we'll skip that uh clip um for now we're having a little trouble um pulling that up, but I'll just uh summarize that um clip that I wanted to play um he was just talking really about what we are born with and um why it's important to recognize our human nature. And he talks about our first skin or our first clothing. And that first skin, that first clothing is is called righteousness. Everyone is born with that. Now, I'm not sure that, that people realize when we come into this world, how innocent and how beautiful and perfect we all are. And it's this world that separates our, our consciousness from the universe as a whole. I mean, you can look at the example of a child that's first born. I think of my own son how angry he was to be outside the comfort of his mother's womb. I've actually snapped a picture of his face and he looked at me with this, this stern look like, how dare you interrupt my, my environment, my perfect environment. But as he grew every single day, he was trying to learn and accept his environment and take from his environment, and to, I, I guess I would say appreciate his new environment, this this world. So back to the question of of morality, where are the moral leaders of this nation? According to media. There's only a select few people that represent morality in its highest place. But are they really moral? I'll give you one example. Colin Pumpernickel, or um, I'm sorry, that's not his name. Colin Kaepernick, that's his name. He was recently in a GQ magazine. Um, the face of it, calling him the Citizen of the Year. Now, if I was the person that read magazines or propaganda tools such as GQ, I would read that and think, hey, look, man, Kaepernick is doing great things for the world. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I, I don't know the man. I'm sure he's done great things for people. I'm sure he's donated his money, his time to causes that are that are dear to him. But what I don't agree with is the way media presents him as a tool of division. Instead of the unity, that article really talked about. His self-service, not necessarily dealing with the issues of our time. And in that article, by the way, I don't think he was quoted one time. It was a compilation of, of editors of that magazine who were speaking for Mr. Pumpernickel, or I'm sorry, Kaepernick. Because he chose the approach of a silent protest. Whatever that means. How do you bring about change and social justice by being silent? By not speaking your mind to the people. By not going directly to the people with your issues. You see... The problems in our society today cannot be solved by one person. It cannot be solved by just a Democrat or Republican or an Independent. It cannot be solved by a president of a nation. It cannot be solved by a leader of a religious organization. Our issues that we face need to be addressed and solved by us as a whole, as a society. But before we can get to that point, we have to look inward and seek for the truth for ourselves Just because a parrot repeats what his master says doesn't mean the parrot is speaking the truth. And honesty, if I'm being honest with myself as I look at the issues in our world today, and it's my belief and my opinion that we all have been lied to and we're all under the thumb of very powerful people and organizations but here's my little angle or my thought process how do they have the power who gave them the power to rule or to tell us how to live our lives i didn't sign up for someone to dictate what type of foods i put in my mouth I'll give you an example of what i call governmental misnomers That are, to me, just blatant lies. Here's one. Now correct me if I'm wrong. Health care. I mean, that sounds good. That someone would care for my health. Do I need a governmental institution to take care of my health or to look after my health? Who's responsible for my health or your health? Welfare. That sounds great, too. Welfare. Somebody cares about my well-being. Here's another one. Social services. What is that? I don't know what social services are. Maybe you guys could help me with the term or to define social services. I am a Trump supporter. And no, I don't believe that President Trump can fix the problems of our society by himself takes the efforts of the community as a whole but first as an individual to help this man put our great nation back on track to being great again and I've always said that my vote Trump wasn't about the man Donald Trump my vote for Trump wasn't about oh he's our savior he's going to be the one to take us to the next level my vote for Trump was in opposition of that demon rat Hillary Clinton or in some circles, Hitlery. So, as we go out to break, this first break, I want you guys to think about what it means to be moral. What does it mean to have a moral leader? And if you could help me find a moral leader. out there other than the ones that are presented to us please let me know who they are i'm a little under the weather i don't feel that well as i scrambled to prepare for this program i just had to stop what i was doing and and get back to this thought process of morality and and what morality means and is it an absolute or is it relative so let's take this break and come back again the phone number to call us here to start a conversation is 800-313-
2: 9443. It has come to our attention that a mysterious force is loose somewhere in outer space.
3: The mysteries of creation are there. Up in the sky? Up in the sky.
4: The moon and the planets are there. And new hopes for knowledge and
2: peace are there. And therefore, as we set sail, we ask God's blessing on the most hazardous and dangerous
1: is ever embarked.
5: Prepare for a Myself, lord and master, shall bring disaster to evil factors. Demonic chapters shall be captured by kings. and watch another sea cycle pulling my peeps to the curb heed the words it's like ghetto style proverbs the righteous pay a sacrifice to get what they deserve cannot afford to be confined to a cell brainwaves swell turning a desert to a well experience the best teacher thoughts will spray like street sweepers if
6: your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home if you've already lost your home are in foreclosure or even in good standing you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue, and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed, and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855, the number two, keep it today.
5: And watch another sea cycle pulling my peeps to the curb. Heed the words. It's like ghetto-style proverbs. The righteous pay a sacrifice to get what they deserve. Cannot afford to be confined to a cell. Brainwaves swell. Turning the desert to a well. Experience the best teacher. Fox will spray like street sweepers. Little daddy street preacher. Illustrious feature. Narrator you select. Accompanied by deck. Plus the DJ you respect. The seven and a half combined. Over the front line. The ten percenters. Promoting slam. In the Bear in mind, jewels be the jewels of the trade. Blades, heavenly praise, and dues are paid. Above the clouds, Welcome above back the clouds where the Welcome to American Honor
1: Original, with the G- Martinez. American I'm your guest host, Abdul Shaheed. Honored to be with you guys as we continue this conversation. Now I have many friends, family members, associates, strangers who ask me why. Why Trump? Why would you support this evil white racist, misogynistic clown, gangster, Jew lover, so on and so forth. And to my and to my surprise, it's not my black friends and family members. It is actually the opposite. The Caucasians, so-called white people, which I find very interesting in this time. Now I re- recall a, a famous quote from Malcolm X, peace be upon him. Where he was discussing the assassination of of a president or Martin Luther King uh, saying the chickens have come home to roost. Is that the situation that we see now in America? All the devious acts, murder, the injustice... Suffered by all people here in America, by the hands of a chosen fruit, chosen few. Have we gotten to a point where the so-called races, white people, are now racist to themselves, and are willing to destroy? everything just to make a point. I believe we're at that point. And before I continue, I, I we do have a clip ready. Um once again it's a uh, brother W. D Mohammed, peace be upon him, speaking on what our natural state is and what that is. So go ahead.
0: The soul always wants peace. It can't have peace if the mind is in trouble. It can't have peace if the body is in trouble with the environment. Life is threatened for one reason or another or by something. It can't have peace. It can't have peace if quality of life is going down. It wants quality life. It wants excellence.
3: Right.
0: The drive and the human drive in the soul is for excellence. All right. And thank if you, you, yeah, thank you. Right. And if you don't, <laughs> if you don't do no. your best, you won't be happy.
1: All right. now, now, is this man being deceitful? And what he speaks about. Is there any truth to what he is saying? Did what he say. Not relevant. In all times throughout history. And even today. Our spirit. The American spirit. We want truth. We want justice. It's a natural thing. We're born with it. It's in our DNA. We are made up. Our spirit is made up of truth. The search and the meaning of it. Now, just to get back to this idea of white people hating white people, which astonishes me, um just speaking from experience i'm from the south I was born in the south i know racism i've seen it i've experienced it it does exist and as we migrated north our family we encountered more racism Supposed racism, but on a different angle. Type of racism that smiles in your face, tells you you're doing great, and how they respect you and they love you. And behind their your back, with their colleagues and their friends and associates, they 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 talk about you or try to plan your demise. As we move further north. The idea of racism. Was. Covert. They are your friends. Family of friends. That you think. Support you. And have your back. But now, 2017, it's it's changed. It's no longer the so-called white people being racist. Um, it's like they've turned on each other. When my brother and I were down at the inauguration to support Trump, We could see a sea of hateful people on the outside of the supporters of Trump, the supporters of this great nation. As we walked through the parade route, it was literally set up as a gauntlet for Trump supporters to get through, literally, literally. On both sides of you, wherever you walked, there were signs, there were people yelling obscenities, spitting, throwing stuff, starting fights with you. You couldn't walk through the crowd of these haters, the American haters, these commies, without being harassed. And as we made our way to the parade route to, to wave to Trump and to, to support him. We get there, you know, the motorcade comes and we're all waving, yelling Trump, Trump, Trump. We're excited, excited about our future, excited about the rebirth of the American spirit and what that means for us. And unbeknownst to us, here we have two liberal fascist women who are half in a tank, just completely drunk. With their P-U-S-S-Y hats on. Supporting the whole feminazi movement. When they saw us saying Trump, Trump, Trump. They looked at us with with a ghostly face. As if we reached into their souls and took their souls out. Because they saw a black person or black people rooting for Trump. It was the most amazing thing I've ever witnessed in real life, because at that moment, I knew my decision to vote for Trump was the right decision. No one is perfect. So I do have a clip I would like to play. Of uh, Brother Malcolm and his idea or his thought process um, during that time in the 60s, the, the height of the racial tension. Um, go ahead and play that clip,
2: please.
0: You said you sent a uh, feeling of great brotherhood and that
2: conceivably you would be working toward integration in this country now. At least this is what you're reported to have said. you any comment on it?
3: I don't think that I ever uh, mentioned anything about working toward integration. Uh, if I recall, I I'm, I'm pointed out that while I was at Mecca, making the pilgrimage, the, I spoke about the brotherhood that existed at all levels and among all people who were there on that Hajj, who had accepted the religion of Islam. And I pointed out that uh, for what it had done, what the religion of Islam had done for those people over there, despite their complexion differences, that it would probably uh, do America well to study the religion of Islam, and perhaps it could drive some of, some of the racism from this society, as it has driven racism from the Muslim society. Drive is aiming for this goal. Well, I don't. I can't say that the current integration drive is aiming for that goal because it hasn't realized the goal in any state. They haven't even got integration right here in New York City. You have worse integration problems in the North than they have in the South. So, if it doesn't work, and if if you can't bring about integration in New York City as international, cosmopolitan, up-to-date as it's supposed to be, you'll never get integration anywhere else in the country.
4: Malcolm, have your experiences with uh, white-skinned Muslims in uh, Africa and the Middle East made you feel that uh, relations between Negroes and whites who are not Muslims is
3: any more possible? Uh, when I was in, on the pilgrimage, I had close contact with Muslims whose skin would, in America, be classified as white, and with Muslims who themselves would be classified as white in America. But these particular Muslims didn't call themselves white. They looked upon themselves as human beings, as part of the human family, and therefore they looked upon all other segments of the human family as part of that same family.
1: Now, you can consider especially during that time, as Malcolm X, Brother Malcolm, peace be upon him, being a black nationalist or a racist prior to him taking the trip to Hajj in Mecca, a spiritual trip. Now, I consider him a moral leader. Was his life in totality moral and upstanding? Probably not. Not from what I know. But here's a a man. Who when he left this country. And exposed himself to other cultures. And other people. It awakened. The original thought in him. Which I believe that we are all. Here together. We're all spiritually connected. And we all must stand together to defeat the evils that are in our world. So I have a caller in Colorado, Mike. Please add to our conversation.
2: Well, how you doing, Abdul? I'm sorry to hear you're feeling ill. I hope you get better soon. Thank you. I was listening, and you covered so much in such a short period of time. that I hope John gives you a two-hour show. Um <laughs> The personal morality piece has to be first and foremost in every situation from the moment you wake up until the moment you go to bed. And we've gotten so far away from that, I don't know how to get back there, but I can Mm -hmm. see that's the case. Mm. The uh, second part... Go ahead.
1: No, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Well, I was going to say the second part of that is that I'm a so-called white guy until I caused my sister to do her our Ancestry DNA. Mm-hmm. And I am Native American, and I'm Senegalese, and I'm Polish, and I am Italian. And if you looked at me, you'd say I was a white guy because I have blue eyes and pretty light mm. hair. But my genealogy is anything but what we consider a wasp. Mm. And I was raised by, in the 70s and 80s, and my mom always made made us believe that whether you were missing a leg from Vietnam or you were in a wheelchair or whatever you were, don't look at them and pity them because they're no different than you. And so I was taught that, and I'm thankful for that, super thankful. So when I listened to that clip you just presented, it couldn't ring more true from my experience. Mm -hmm. I've learned more from listening to Malcolm and uh, Louis Farrakhan, irrespective of religion, with Mm -hmm. common sense than I've heard out of hardly any national leader so i'm really glad that i was raised enough to see beyond what we we so seem to be stuck into
1: okay so let me ask you who in in today's time that you can think of or you can point to that i don't know that is in the media or not but someone you can say or you know whether it's in your local community or a national level or global level who can you point to and say hey look that man or woman is moral upstanding and I will follow or listen to that person because he represents morality in my opinion or your, in your opinion. And, um, can, can you name someone or do you have someone in your mind that you can just put out there that be like, Hey, look, he's moral, or she's moral.
2: Well, I would tell you that was a fantastic question and it really caused me to think on a national level. The only one I can think of is Senator T- Trey Gowdy.
1: Hmm.
2: And not necessarily because I know his life and his morality, but his activities in Congress when he's interviewing people always seems to be to try to get to the truth and to cut through the way they answer a question or the way they try to avoid a question. He seems to be laser focused on the truth. Mm. And that may be his training as a prosecutor, but somebody who always wants to get to the truth to me probably has a pretty decent moral compass.
1: Probably has a decent moral compass. Okay, yeah. I, I <laughs> other than that, nobody. And I agree. And and can I ask you just uh, on a personal level did did you vote in this election, and and who did you vote for? If, if I'm not uh, intruding.
2: Oh, not at all. No, I don't. I'm not registered to vote because I don't want to support the corporate government. And mm-hmm. I, if I ever have to be called before them, I've got a way to express the fact that I'm not a Fourteenth Amendment citizen. So mm-hmm. I don't vote. Mm-hmm. If I were going to vo- have voted, I would have voted for Trump mm-hmm. because of the choice of candidates.
1: Choice of candidates. Right. And and as I discussed with my with my parents at the time, it, you know, I I had the same sentiment um prior to voting for Trump, but I I saw something, you know, in my experience that, that said, Hey, look, I I've never voted before. It was my first time voting for one. So I saw something that said to me that, okay, I may not agree with this person, Trump, but I know the alternative. (laughs) The alternative is someone who wants to go bomb Russia and go start wars with China and continue wars in Afghanistan and across this globe. And she said openly, I will go bomb Russia. I will go bomb. Look, that's that's crazy talk right there. Who could support someone was talking about. I need to go bomb somebody. That's insane.
2: Well, it is insane, and I think when you watch her comments on Libya about Gaddafi, and if you mm-hmm. know anything about how what he did for his people, mm-hmm. she's a demon in a human clothing to me. Mm-hmm. We came, and for- we saw, he died, and she cackles. I mean, that's horrific.
1: That's disgusting, and and let's be clear: for those that don't know about Gaddafi and what he was doing for his people. Let's just say this. He was trying to to make Africa the jewel of the world, giving $50,000 to men and women who wanted to get married and, and started a family, he wanted to build the greatest aqueduct, water aqueduct in Africa to bring. He wanted to change the desert into a green land. OK, now, does that sound like a dictator that, that is murdering his own people? And 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 that is doing uh, committing atrocities with its own people and killing his people it doesn't sound like that to me.
2: Not even close. No, not even close. I standard of living on the continent. Yeah. So I mean, more so, people educated than in Europe. I mean, it was ridiculous. Uh-huh.
1: But they wouldn't have
2: the central bank, so they took him out.
1: Take him out. Can't have that. You, we can't. No, have,
2: he wants to sell his gold for or his oil for gold. Can't have that.
1: Can't have that either.
2: And hey, well, now
1: on that great point now. Who, who else is not willing to sell or, or is trying to sell their oil for, for gold and, and, and change the, the dynamic of their of their, their money, their cash money? There's, oh, yeah, there's you other, know. you know? So, basically, Mike, what I wanted to, to say to people and have people understand that whatever that, that, that you know of somebody that the media is trying to tell you about or put up at the forefront, nine times out of ten is not true. Is not right. Anything other? Any other points you want to make, Mike? Before before we get on,
2: you know, the tree by the fruit is all I can tell you. Absolutely. You got bad fruit. You got a bad tree. So thanks for taking my call. Keep up the good work. I think you're doing really good, and I, I sincerely do hope you kick your illness quickly.
1: Ah, I shall, and thank you for the call. And how I kick that illness, Mike, will be natural foods. I'm juicing right now. Cilantro, parsley, ginger, lemon. You know, the natural things that you put in your body to help your body recover and for to help your body be well. So maybe that's a sign for me that I that I need to be more aware of of my state, my state in my body and my mind and my spirit. So um I have one more clip that I would like to play um from Brother Malcolm X, peace be upon him. Malik El Shabaz for those not to know.
3: Whites who are trying to solve the problem, but you never see them going under the label of liberals. That that white person that you see calling himself a liberal is the most dangerous thing in the entire Western hemisphere. He's the most deceitful. He's like a fox. And a fox is almost is always more dangerous in the forest. Then the wolf. You can see the wolf coming. You know what he's up to. But the fox will fool you. He comes at you with his mouth shaped in such a way that even though you see his teeth, you think he's smiling and taking for a friend.
0: But Malcolm and... Scott, what was coming? All right. he got what... So uh it was
1: just a brief clip. Now what is he saying right there? Is he not speaking the truth about what is going on right now in America? We have liberalism that has taken over, or trying to take over, America. Now, we ask yourself, what is liberalism? What does that even mean? Now, it's defined as a political philosophy or worldview founded on the ideas of liberty and inequality. Now, if you look at today's modern modern liberal are they spouting, are they talking about ideas of liberty and equality? They disguise their ideas of liberty and equality and they put it in your face as something totally different than what the actual definition of liberalism is. In today's modern liberalism, it is feminist... Hating the idea of men and the role of men in family and in society. In liberalism, we have a portion of the black populace in America that still believes that the white man is the problem. And let me speak to those people right now who think the white man is a problem. I just paid you two clips of Malcolm X who many consider a black nationalist, okay? You see how his thought process has changed once he got outside of this country and experienced the world and what it is and saw for what it is? Did he not come back and say that we all need to be in this struggle together in order to progress this nation in the direction that we need to take this nation? What happened after he discovered his American spirit or the rebirth of his American spirit? What happened when he threw away the ideological nonsense of the people in in his religious movement that were promoting the racial division of America? What happened to that man? But as we know, he was murdered. But it's not about one leader. It's not about one person. It's about us as a whole. We hold the power. As we go into break, I just want you guys to think about that. Think about our power. Our human spirit. And what we need to do to get back to that because it's in all of us it's inherent inherent in our spirit to be righteous and to seek truth
0: my
4: Know there is an ongoing war right here in America? Are you aware that U.S. citizens have been classified as enemies of the state since 1933? Have you recognized that our entire government is really a vast network of interlocking corporations engaged in commerce? Look up Title 28, Section 3002. Tune in to In Defense of Humanity on Saturday nights at 7 p.m. Central Time. Find out what's really going on and learn how to protect yourself and your family as flesh and blood men and women living in a corporate reality.
1: Okay, nurse, let's get this man to the ER stat.
4: Right away, doctor.
1: We see this every day heart attack or angina pain due to blocked and clogged arteries chelation can remove obstructions or blockages from arteries and help avoid painful and expensive surgery now there's angioprim it's a liquid oral chelation product that you take with juice you start to feel the results fast angioprim increases blood flow all over the body and that means more energy and strength to take on the day with less aches and pains 60 years of research has gone into chelation and angioprim is the result a safe and easy way to unblock your veins and arteries from buildup that slow circulation. Paging
6: Dr. Jones, please report to the emergency room right away. Log on now for a special radio offer from Angioprim. That's angioprim.com slash radio, A-N-G-I-O-P-R-I-M. Angioprim.com slash radio or call 877-882-7221. That's 877-882-7221.
0: But a song we sing Fears we will die
1: Welcome back to American Honor with Gordon Martinez. I'm your guest host Abdul Shaheed and as we continue this conversation about morality and other topics, I just want to quick point out that in some people's eyes they call the late, great Johnny Cash, a racist. That man was far from it. You listen to his music He represented the American spirit. Forget his views and politics. Listen to the music. That's how music is so important to us. And, well, (laughs) I can't say it is is music today, but the music of of yesteryears is very important to me, and I know it's important to others, because it it does have socially redeeming values in it. Um... So just uh just to wrap up um, my thoughts here today, um, about morality is it absolute or is it a learned thing? As my dog is barking, um, in my opinion, I believe it's a little bit of both. You're born with it. This world, as ugly as it can get, can can lead you away from it. And in these last couple of shows I've done, I, I've been asked for solutions or trying to relay solutions to, to the listeners. And, and some of the ideas that I'm hearing from bleeding intellectuals in, in academia and also uh, people in the media, they've always gotten back to what I've been saying for years. It's about ourselves looking inward. It's about our nature and our natural process. My apologies. Somebody's at my door. Sophie. So as we prepare to part ways, I would like others to or people to ask themselves who are their moral leaders will they help us bring back that American spirit will they lead us in the direction that we need to be led and we need to expose those people who are claim to be our leaders when they're really not when they're really out for themselves i would like to thank you guys for listening to american honor go out and enjoy yourselves and enjoy your lives and reconnect with your human spirit thank you
4: help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll free 1-855-2-keep-it. That's 1-855-the number 2-keep-it today. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting
2: Network.